Meek after Hong before Cha. She had come from afar. It was the first day, and she was walking through Salonga's loft in preparation, swallows with last efforts, last wills against the pain that wishes it to speak. Teresa speaking from afar through layers of cotton bandaged all around her throat. A growing spot growing red, more and more red as red as apple feeds its bleed of ghost. Must break, must void. She allows others in place of her. This is what this project has always been about. Admits others to make full the weight of history, the others each occupying her make swarm over her flesh, flesh up me here in New York, midwifery and bitch me, unstitch my salve and let me bleed. When the amplification stops, there might be an echo to see their names and hear their words. She waits inside the pause that is my life. This very moment here inside Salonga's loft, the view of park, the children playing out the window, there will need to be a bloody bever, thicker now, even still there's blood. Another layer, wait, the pain must say, inside her voids is flesh. She takes the pause, slowly, it will fit you pretty well. And she, who is also interested in history, is reading dicti, like the script of an avant-garde movie the kind of film Teresa liked, hoped to make one day, in longer form than anything. She's tried. This book will come now this, this film, inside its pages, surface. She sees Teresa's book on Salonga's shelves, the original edition, Dicti, published by the Tannen Press in 1982, and reads it, learning later of her death, learning later of her having been murdered, learning later that she has, that she had also been raped, weight scraping on wood to break the stillness of bells. Flat Beckett, Shaw's use of the period is so aggressive it flattens her voice into a hard robotic drill, driving forward and breaking and breaking and breaking every line with a period. Textual objects. The day of the funeral, her parents receive a copy of her book. She'd sent it just a few days before. She hands her ticket to the usher and climbs three steps into the room. She proceeds to the front, close to the screen. She takes the fourth seat from the left the utmost center of the room. An oriental Jane Doe, according to the police, dumped in a parking lot on Elizabeth Street. Rub, straw, shaft, near where she lived. No hat, no gloves, one boot. Basement strangled and beaten, belt around the broken hyoid of her neck. 
her friend's toaster book in St. Mark's window, her scratch marks on his face, her ring around his finger, her gloves in that basement looked alive. Indicti calling from the underworld, her photographs of hands shown posthumously. The burden of history, the Japanese repression, the Soviet oppression, the North Korean, South Korean, recent past that is no more, the 1970s New York, French, Korean, English, Dutch, Dictee. A way of saying more by speaking less, her portrait seen by the movement of the camera as it pans to where she might be standing, might be reading, might be writing, might be going soon to sleep. You do not see her yet. For the moment, you see only traces. She'd arrived two years earlier in 1980 to be a part of the conceptual art scene, but it is already dead. Now there are stars instead of artists, Schnabel, Sally, Clemente, that night she planned to watch a film by Strobe Huyet at the public theater. She was to see it with two friends, meet Richard at five at the Puck. She is interested in Teresa Hakung Cha's history and how it crosses with her own, the way Shah wound up in New York and never left. It is a weave few readers care to look at with some care the woven textures of Straminsky's Eunice paintings, and time is now a part of the weave. Shaw works in textiles at the Metropolitan. She has a group of photographs of hands drawn from a variety of sources, from ancient Chinese prints to modern French paintings cropped and reproduced in various gestures. To scribe, to make sounds, make flesh, dictee first, anniversaries second, and then constructivism. Julius Eastman and Nazarene made woodman wood. I would and will, of course, to do, and meek eat flesh, dictee before apparatus, follow the single line. I find myself incapable of following a single line move all the way to the right-hand side of the wall. An object painting made of scraps and wood and painted white. It was painted by Salonga. She constructed it in 1989. Beside it hangs a tiny photograph of hands by Cha, close to the wall in its tiny invisible frame. We think these might be Cha's own hands. Long and spidery, her fingers paused in media ray and hovering before the keys of a singer typewriter as in her short film, Permutations, where we think the face we see must be her own, so the hands might belong to someone else, her younger sister Bernadette. The line divides in two. One step right from the desk. Follow the single line. The sound instrument is made from two pieces of flat box-shaped wood with a hinge at the center two lines with space between. But if you were to weave them dense, another, other line, and so much else, for there is not a center, 
and all of it is full. Look at you here. Banner and banter and not a lot of verse, reverse, white lilies and the daffodils that look at you whenever you go out. Each pew holds nine, so sit there quietly, the next verse, and then back to the first until it begins. And it begins here again from afar. She is interested in the burden of history. I write. If I am not writing, I am thinking of writing. I am composing, documenting, recording movements, movements I record and also choreograph. That is writing. That is composing. Near black ink, drawing a line over a pulpy sheet, flooding what will come and stopping as the drought sets in, the dryness of the heat over the bones, wet made fleshy and precise, but there is no sign of flow. Something of the ink resembles Marta's face, others when possible, scratch to imprint. She pushes hard the cotton square against the mark to make another book. One of Marta's treated New York City guides apparatus as well, and a beam of light shoots out into the dark, made filled, sand, its body's extension of its containment. The stain begins to absorb the material spilt on, and a line splits in three, Teresa, Marta, and myself, collect the loss directly from the wound, contents of the other seeping outward, I can hear the children laughing in the rain, the laughter dims, the commas and the periods, ways of pausing, being silent, pages and pages, a little nearer, advent. Cha was not only a writer and a filmmaker and an artist, she was also an anthologist, although, of course, a good anthologist, someone who understands is sensitive to the gaps between texts, who composes speech as well as silence, is also, by necessity, an artist. The medium or the mediums I will use depend on the requirements of any given work. There was no firm distinction between Shah's visual and linguistic practices. In a 1981 summary of her work, Shah wrote, that she had been working as a visual artist and writer since 1972 to address and to incorporate the apparatus. This year that I was born, she was beginning. This book conceived as a collection, autonomous works, a plural text, revealing, reveling in, unraveling the process. I hope this book in its totality. She is interested in the burden of history, apparatus, history as a movie projector, but without the speakers, history as a machine, but without the sound. It is a reading of gestures, or so is one conception, cinematic. Teresa Hak-Kyung Shah coming to New York from San Francisco. She is editing a new anthology to be released by the Tannen Press in 1981. She reaches out to Strobe Huyet for something to include. 
She is interested in history, in language, in the moving image, in words that can be sourced and made collage, in photographs and human gestures that can be made to work with symbols. She takes images and words and makes them dance across a screen. They are about her life and they exist, but they do not point. They are a kind of mute dictation. Dictate.